Experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Consummate life. Ephesians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The consummate life. There is a a consummate life that God has given us in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Now, when we say consummate, consummate means perfect, it means complete. So it means that in Christ Jesus, there is a kind of complete and perfect life that God wants us to live. So when we talk about perfection, you are supposed to live a perfect life. Someone say, oh, I'm not perfect. But God wants you to be perfect. Because when you, don't, when you don't see it God's way, because there is a human standard of perfection, and there is a God standard of perfection. If you see it at the human way, that is where you always say, I'm not perfect. But you are complete in Christ. Hallelujah. And God wants us to live that kind of consummate life. It means that kind of perfect life which is in Christ Jesus, not outside Christ. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Ephesians 3 verse 18. Glory to God. Tell the guy by you, God wants you to live a consummate life. So consummate is not big English. It means perfect life. Hallelujah. Praise God. So that's a life that God wants us to live. Now, when somebody marries, on their wedding night, they are supposed to consummate the marriage by doing something. If they don't do what they're supposed to do on that wedding night, it means that the marriage has not been consummated. It means the marriage has not been made complete or perfect. Do you get it? Praise God. The same way, when you come into this world, you have the human, natural human life. So you are a human being with the human life in you. Praise God. Now that human life, until you are born again, you cannot live that consummate life. So God wants you to come out from just normal human life to the God life which brings you into that place of consummation. Hallelujah. So there is a plant life. There is an animal life. And there is the God life. Animals have a particular life. Plants have a particular life. There is a human life, normal human life which everybody will go through as long as you are a human being. But God expects you to live the God life. And to live the God life, you must be born again. And when you get born again, God consummates you. Makes you complete so that you can live the consummate life. Praise God. Now, can I go on? He said that, come to verse 17 for me, please. That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. 
It means that those of us that are born again, where does Christ live? Open your heart and show me Christ. But that is why it says it is by faith. So Christ, you see me, you don't know that I have Christ inside me. But by faith, Christ is living in me. He's living in my spirit. In your heart, it's not uh, the, the, the biological heart. He's talking about your spirit. So Christ is dwelling in your spirit by faith. So by faith, Christ is living in me. Glory to God. That ye being rooted and grounded in love. It means that Christ is living inside me by faith, but I have to be rooted and grounded in the love of God. Then he says that verse 18, may be able to comprehend with all the saints, that is the breath. Now he's trying to say that you and all the saints in the world will be able to understand, comprehend. Comprehend means what? Understand. With all the saints, that what is the breadth, the length and the depth and the height, all the dimensions. Praise God. Uh-huh. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Is this some part of God? All what? It means that God expects you to have all his fullness. Praise God. So immediately you get born again, he comes to a place where you got to understand. It is not a place you travel to. It's a place of understanding. Now you just get to a place where you understand the length, the breadth, the depth, the height of the love of God. When you get to understand this, he said that, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge. When you understand the dimensions of the, the love of God, you understand that God's love for us is beyond scientific knowledge. Scientists will not understand. Normal human beings will not understand. Even the angels do not understand. That is why they look into salvation. They say, who is man that you are so mindful of? But God's love has been showered towards us. Then he said that, that he might be filled with the fullness of God. It means that, you know, sometimes you can say that nobody in this world will be able to have the fullness of God. But this is it, it's in the Bible. Hey, hey. Would you believe what the Bible says or human philosophy? The Bible said that you will be filled with all the fullness of God. It said that in Christ dwelleth the, God, the Godhead. So Christ, in Christ was dwelling all the Godhead bodily. Now Paul is telling you that if he dwelt in Christ bodily, the same way you can also have the fullness of God in you. Yeah. Hallelujah. And being filled in that fullness of God is what we call the consummate life. It means that I am a walking God in the earth. It means that God expects me to have that fullness. And when I have that fullness, I must live a perfect life. The Bible talks about Daniel. The Bible said Daniel was blameless. Daniel was perfect. The Bible talked about Job. Job was a righteous man. Job was perfect. But in their perfection, it was God that said they were perfect. It is not what you think they did or didn't do. That is where I come to my message.
So when you say perfection, it is not that you will, you will not do some things wrong. That is what we got to understand. Because sometimes when we get born again, they tell us that immediately you get born again, everything is going to be fine. And you get born again and things are not fine. And you think something is wrong with you, but nothing is wrong with you. Hey. Have you ever thought like that that something's wrong with you? Because you wonder, you you look at other Christians and you may think that they are there. But no, you compare yourself according to what God has said. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So their consummate life is the life that is in is in consistency with the perfect will of God for your life. Now, God's perfect will for your life doesn't mean that God will set you on a straight path. God's perfect will in your life doesn't mean that crises are not going to come. God's perfect will in your life doesn't mean that trouble is not going to come. As a matter of fact, when Jesus was leaving the earth, he said that he promised us and said that in this world you shall have tribulation. As long as you are in this world, you will have crisis. But he said, cheer up. He didn't end it there. He said, cheer up. For I have overcome the world. Why? Glory to God. So, the consummate life means that now that God has set me on a perfect path, the path of the righteous is at a shining light. That shines brighter and brighter even unto a perfect day. God has put me on a path. And that path is the condemnate path. It's a life of perfection. But that life of perfection doesn't mean that there's not going to be trouble. There will be trouble in my life. But all the troubles that come together is part of God's perfection. No, oh, you didn't get it. If you were supposed to create a human being, you would have created a human being like a square. Because human being, you want to do, you want to see perf- that thing straight, straight, straight. If you were supposed to create the, this uh, uh, hand, you were going to create the fingers all the same. But God had to make some big, like the thumb. Had to make this one small, one tall. And when God this, does all these things, it is His perfection. <laughs> Glory to God. That is God's perfection. Hallelujah. God, the human race is God's perfection. Some must look like Chinese with slim eyes. Oh, you don't get what I'm talking. We black, some of us, with our nose, our lips. That is how God has made us. But that is all God's perfection. You get to places, other guys are so short. That is God's perfection. When you put all the human race together, some might be black, some might be yellow, some might be white, some might be brown, some might be short, some might be big. In all that, God's perfection comes out. Glory to God. Have you ever wondered why rivers are not straight? You created that river, you see artificial pond, you see swimming pool, artificial pond, they are just like that. But when God creates it, you see some rock inside, you see some things inside, the, what, the river is meandering all its way, but that is God's perfection. This is to tell you, you never see a tree that is just so straight, you see some bending, you see some things, that is God's perfection. It means that when God sets you on the consummate path, there are going to be some meanderings. But when the meanderings, in all the meanderings, you are still in God's perfect will. Oh, you are not getting me. 
Hallelujah. So I am not the type that is not expecting trouble. Trouble must come. But when trouble comes, God has given us a certain life. And that life has the, that life has the ability to pull down trouble. That is why he said that for you are more than conquerors. You are more than conquerors. It means that trouble is going to come. So don't look at your life. There may be a character flaw. Don't look at it and say, no, deal with it. Ah, deal with it. God can use that for his glory. Because he has set you on a consummate path. Oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm set on a consummate path. Glory to God. That is what John saw in First John chapter 3. Can you give me First John chapter 3 verse 1? He said, oh, what manner of love has the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called what? Hey, we need this thing first. What manner of love? You think about that love, you say, God, what kind of love is this one? Don't look at him. Glory to God. You should see it in your Bible, First John. First John chapter 3, verse 1. What manner of love? What manner of love the Father has what? Bestowed. Bestowed means showered, lavished. When you are a child, you know your father as daddy. When you grow up, you know what father is. You didn't get it. Daddy is the one that buys toys. Your daddy has come home. He's coming like Father Christmas. Daddy, 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 daddy. He's a giver. But father is a disciplinarian. Father will put something inside you. That is why when you get born again, all you think about is God give me. Your prayer is God give me a house. Give me a car. You know God as daddy. When you grow up, God becomes father. Father dictates the pace. Father says, sit down, you got to sit down. Father said, this is the way I've set for you. That is the way you got to go. Glory to God. Are you here with me? So we come to the place where we know God as well. Father. Behold, what manner of... What manner of... The Father has... You see, he said the Father. So when you grow up, you come to know the Father's love. When you're a baby, you don't see that. But when you grow up, you see the love of your Father. You know that, ah, this is a Father. You understand. Pain, school fees and all that. Now you understand it. But first you thought your dad was so rich. Because he was daddy. But when you grow up, you realize that he was a Father. He pushed himself to provide. Oh, you didn't get it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God has set us on a certain life. And that life is the life of perfection. Praise God. And the life of perfection means that crisis is not going to come. Jesus had crisis. Jesus moves with his disciples on a three-day crusade. Food gets finished. Have you been there where your food has gotten finished before? That is crisis. Have you been there where your money is finished? 0.0 in your account. You go to your ATM. The ATM tells you insufficient fund. Maybe ATM has not told you that before. How can that machine tell you 
And you thought you had some cash. And you try and say, insufficient father. A whole you. A whole you with the God life. A whole you who can speak in tongues. But the ATM is telling you, insufficient father. So Jesus, they were there and there was insufficient food. That was crisis. But Jesus was not shaking. Peter, what are we going to do? So these people have no eating. What will we do? No, he was calm. Because he knows who he has believed. The ATM tells you insufficient fun, you'll be calm. God can provide another way. That is the perfect life. Consumed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So Jesus knew exactly what he had to do in the time of crisis. The ability to manage crisis would determine how matured you are in Christ. Some people, the little crisis, they are down. But no matter the crisis that hits you, know that it is part of your consummation. And that crisis can bring out God's glory. Even if it was your foolishness that caused it. God can still take you out of it. Amen. Oh, you didn't get it. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are on a path. And that path is a life of war. Oh, perfection. So somebody said that you are not perfect. Who told you? What did you see that showed that I'm not perfect? Because I am complete in Christ. You are looking at me on the outward. That, oh, this person has this character flow, but in Christ, I am perfect. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 2. So that nobody will talk. Some people, you see so much of your, your weaknesses. Who told you? Uh, uh, every, everybody in this world has something. Telling you. Read through the Bible. Most of the people God, God used, they had something. Abraham lied. Abraham lied. But he's the father of many nations. God said he's perfect. Who tells you that he's not perfect? If God says he's perfect, he is. When God called Daniel blameless, it's because of what was recorded for us. Did they record all of Daniel's life? If God called him blameless, then he is blameless. That is why God is calling you. That is why God is calling you blameless. And some guy doesn't understand. This guy cannot be blameless. Who are you? Are you God? Are you the one that created me? If God say I'm blameless, how, how, how can you tell me? Forget about tell that guy, hey, I'm, I'm blameless. I'm blameless before God. Can I get a very big amen? Ah, look at that scripture. And ye are. Do you believe the scriptures? Maybe you don't. And you are. In who? Who is Christ? Christ is the anointed one. And he's anointed. So he said that you, as you are, you are complete in him. It means that he has completed his work in you. You didn't get it. This is the simplicity of the gospel. Because the gospel is good news. 
Good news means that I don't deserve it. It has come to me. I take it and I'm happy that God did it for me. Can I get a very big amen? For you are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. Christ is the head of all principality and power. And you are complete in him. The angel of the Lord came. And he came to Gideon. And look at Gideon. He said, Gideon, thou mighty man of valor. <laughs> Gideon looked at him and said, What me? My family is the least. He didn't give him his resume. Let me show you before you have made a mistake. If you are looking for somebody, it's not me. I me, mean, mighty man. No, 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 no. It's not me. My family is the least in the whole of Israel. And in my family, I am the least. He is the least of the least. Then God says an angel from heaven, an angel calls him mighty man of valor. He didn't understand it. You see, if you are an angel of the Lord, now put this fleece here. They began to fleece with the angel. But when the angel called him mighty man of valor, it means that in heaven, before the guy was born, his name was written in the heavens. Gideon, the mighty man of valor. He don't mind the family he was born into. Hallelujah. And some of you, God can bring an angel and say, look at that billionaire. And the guy said, me? Do you know where I come from? <laughs> Do you know that I had to borrow Gary this morning? And just stop that. But he said that whose report will you believe? I believe these people here. Whose report will you believe? I'll believe the report of God. So what God says you are is what you focus on. And when you focus on what God says you are, what you think is imperfect in your life moves into the consummate life of God. Glory to God. And God used Gideon to conquer. He proved to him that he was a mighty man of valor. Reduced the number of his army. With few people, Gideon conquered great armies. And the angel proved to him. He said, you this guy, you are a mighty man of valor. Look at the guy by and say, you, the way you are sitting. You are a billionaire sitting down like that. Are you sure you are talking to a billionaire? That to talk to a billionaire. Ah, the guy, are you sure it's me you are talking to? <laughs> Tell him, please talk to me while a billionaire say, ah! Can I hear a very big amen? Hallelujah. I will believe the report of God. God has said something about my life and I'm set on that course. I believe God, what God has said and I'm going to walk into it. It may take some time, but yeah, the consummate life that he has purposed for me, I'm going to walk in it. Let me hear a very big amen. Jesus with the disciples right after crusade. Right after crusade. They were sleeping in the boat and a boisterous wind. You know, sometimes right after 21 days fasting and prayer, then trouble hits your house. And the devil will tell you that it's because you prayed, you ignited the demons. So don't pray again. Have you heard that before? Someone tell you that, hey, don't stop this prayer. When you pray like this, demons will just arise. 
demons are already arisen whether you pray or you don't pray having to see some guy that doesn't pray he doesn't even have anything that demons are destroying his life so we got to pray hallelujah but that means that i have the ability to solve that crisis glory to god so the boisterous wind came jesus was sleeping on the pillow of shalom he was at peace because he knows that no matter the trouble he can handle it so he came out so ah you little men you men of little faith peace be still and he went back to sleep what a man they look and say what manner of man is this is this man is he a spirit or what how come a man can speak to the wind everything in this world has ear to listen speak to the money problem speak to the marital problem speak to ray can i get a very big amen when you speak to it it will fall in place glory to god hallelujah so in christ you have been created in true holiness and righteousness you are the god's perfection oh so you're already god's perfection you can't be more than what god has already made you you are just discovering who you are in christ it's true whatever you you are god has already made you already all what you are doing that through his word as you read the word you discover ah so sin cannot have dominion over me and i'm allowing this sin this sin get out of my life i'm the one working in the consummate life so you discover who you are through the word of god so if you are not studying the word of god you are not discovering who you are that is why the bible says that the word of god is god's mirror you look into it you will not see yourself you will see what god has made you and what god has made you is in the likeness and the image of his son he said as you look into the word you are transformed metamorphosed to become the same image that you see can i get a very big amen hallelujah so as you are studying the word you are becoming what god says you are every now and then you are becoming what god says you are hey if god has set me on a path i'm becoming what god says i am i know i'm a winner i'm a winner it may not look like i'm winning but i'm still a winner i'm still a winner as i get god's word in my spirit long enough you see me winning do i have some winners here oh i see you winning you are winning in every area of your life can i get a very big amen see i'm a winner 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 don't talk yourself down when you talk yourself down you remain where you are talk yourself up because up there is where you belong glory to god some people are entering into a hotel who told you they created it for human beings enter you may be wearing slippers but you are billionaire with slippers enter enter feel free order like a boss don't be hiding yourself you have juice you have juice and you are checking the price <laughs> jesus let them bring tell that i don't want i don't you don't worry i'll not drink anything now i'm just waiting for somebody 
After that, watch around the place and get out from there. <laughs> Glory to God. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, you have set me on a path. And that path is the consummate path. Can I get a very big amen? So the path God has set you is not a straight path. God will never move you on a straight path. Some of you are wondering what will the future holds. We don't know. What holds now is more important. He is not the one leading you. Are you sure he's the one leading? So the road is a meandering road. You go and sometimes you feel like you have come back, but you are not back. You are still going. One time I watched a, a funny clip and the guy was giving direction. He said that where you go, you reach a place. It will look like you are free. You have not reached. You are now about to go. <laughs> that is God's part. You get to a junction, you think that you are, you are, you are, you have reached. No, you have not reached. You are now about to go because <laughs> until you check out of here, you can never reach. That is why you can never declare here your year of arrival. Immediately you arrive, you die. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hey, am I speaking to somebody? So you are set on that path and you are going. Now that you are a millionaire, am I talking to millionaires? Now that you are a millionaire, don't think you are rich. You have no rich. You are now about to start. Because there is a billionaire life. Let me talk to the billionaires. Now that you are a billionaire, don't think you are rich. You have no because there is a trillionaire life. Let me talk to the trillionaires. Now that you are rich, you have not rich. You are now about to go. Let me talk to the zillionaires. Hey, are they zillionaires? Now that you have rich, you have not rich. You are now about to go. Now let me talk to the people with the materials. Now that you are in the materials, you are not to close <laughs> the message is so much in me I just have to go give me Isaiah chapter 26 let me close with that when the message is short and brief like that it enters inside you right I can continue but I won't continue <laughs> you see how man relax in Christ the water is up when I started the water was here so I'll be trying to impress by preaching grandma See, when you see somebody preaching like that, he, the word he just here. <laughs> he's trying, <laughs> he's trying, he's trying to preach something to impress the people. And one word he will use like five vocabularies. And, and when I talk about consummate, I mean, oh, he's here. <laughs> I don't mean somebody who naturally talks like that. I don't mean that. But in in that in in trying to impress, you are here. When you are inside. You are relaxed. You understand what I'm talking about? Tell the guy, be relaxed. Take your seat in Christ. How many of you are so worried about your CEO? The CEO has employed you, are worried. Oh, how can this CEO pay these people? You wake up in the morning, ah, this CEO. Look at all these boys, how can he pay them? Makayaba. Oh, this CEO. How many of you worry about that? I'm asking. <laughs> Verse 3. 
that will keep him in perfect peace. Perfect peace. The, the beauty of divinity is simplicity. Is simplicity. Anything that is complicated, God is not inside. It's true. When you get to heaven, you realize how simple heaven is. Simplicity brings out God's beauty. And God Himself is so simple. The way you are struggling to know God, God is saying, Ah, this guy, if this guy can understand that, I have come down to his level so that he can understand me, he won't worry himself. That's why he said, Come, let us reason together. You, you and God, we are going to think. Is it not simplicity that God can come to your level and reason with you? They say that you, though your sins be as scarlet, it shall be war. Simplicity. I was looking at it and said, what, what a girl. Simple. No. You go and find out the price. You see? Some simple things are like that. You don't know. Things that are shiny. Shiny, shiny, shiny. shiny. Ten dollars. Very simple girl. Decency. So I'm, I'm adopting the royal family style of living. Do you know the money those people are sitting on? Do you see them around? They are not in Forbes, so the guys are rushing to be in Forbes magazine so they say he's a richest guy. This guy, they don't care about Forbes. They are just living their life. Who is who is Forbes? Is it not some guy who wants to know who is rich? No, I don't care who thinks I'm rich or not. I'm living my life. And I, I learned that it, the estimation of the wedding was about $47 million. But it doesn't look like it. You see the wedding and say, ah, what is $40 million about this one? That's what it, that's the life you have to live. Tell the guy, be careful. When you enter some people's house, tell him. Hmm. Ah, tell him when you enter my house, tell him. Will keep him in whose mind is stayed on thee. Your mind is on God. You are in perfect peace. At your level, you can be in peace. So God takes you from one level of peace to another level of peace. That's why Peter prayed and said that let the grace of God and the peace of God be multiplied. It means that your peace can be multiplied. As you are in so much peace. Because your path is different. Say, my path is different. Look at the guy and say, don't look at me. My path is different from your path. How I wish I could teach this young lady something. Not today. Not today. If the young ladies, if they want, when we close, they should come and look for me. And I'll teach them. And they'll wonder why they are still broke. Because God can use something in them. To bring them what they are looking for. But they don't know. Ignorance is killing them. And God has given me that knowledge. And it's inside me. When my daughters grow, I will teach them. You'll never be broke. I'll teach you. When your daughters grow, you teach them. Is that is that okay? Now stretch off your hand toward me. Let me pray for you. Have you enjoyed today's message? You want me to continue, right? <laughs> I'll finish. 
called the consummate life. Tell the guy, this is called consummation. Consummate your life. Yeah. You see how you can be happy in your life? I can be happy. Because I'm completing Christ. And you can be so happy. It, does, it, it doesn't matter how your marriage turns. You can just decide to be happy. Because the path God has set you is different from the path God has set your husband. We are all moving on a different path. But we are together to fulfill God's assignment. But my path is different from your path. Glory to God. So one person decides to walk away. I'll try to keep it. But the person wants to walk away. They just leave you. Because my path is different. At the end of that consummate life, when you come to that place, when you open your eyes, the person you see is Jesus. Because he's been waiting for you for arrival. And that is when, when you die, you open your eyes, and Jesus is the first thing you see. And he said, welcome my son. You have lived a consummate life. Some people die, they wake up, the first thing they'll see is demons. They'll say, welcome. Thou didn't live the consummate life. And we shall torment thee. Because hell is a place of torment. I want to live the consummate life. Tell the guy, live the consummate life. That is why the Bible says, looking unto Jesus. That word is figurative. It means that I have to imagine Jesus. That as long as I am on that consummate path, I imagine Jesus. So looking unto Jesus, the altar. I sleep, but I'm looking unto Jesus. I go swear from the consummate path, but I'm looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. So that as I look at him, I will not sway. By the time I end my path, Jesus will be standing there. I hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or contact us on 055-820-2278, 055-820-2278.